0: Hi and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. This week I'd like to talk about vertical gardening, both big and small, because industry's starting to do it too. I'm sure some of you who are on the Greening Your Life Facebook page have seen my garden. I do kind of dig my garden. I talk about it probably a little too much. But this year, this year I tried something new that actually worked. I say that because in the past, some of the things I do don't necessarily pay off. Like companion planting and some other things that just went ugly. This year, some things did work. I built large teepees in the middle of some of my raised beds. And plants like green beans and sugar snap peas. And I was hoping the cucumbers, but those didn't. They climb up the tripod or teepee. And we are getting a bunch of green beans and sugar snap peas. They have filled that whole thing. I've taken this small square footage and I've tripled it by growing up. And that's why I want to talk about vertical gardening. A lot of times you'll see people in their gardens put up trellises or different things, but a lot more plants than you think can climb them. Tomatoes can. You can see watermelon, pumpkin, almost any vining plant. I think my cucumbers took a dive this year because the green beans won the fight. If they were planted by themselves, I bet you I'd have cucumbers hanging from it. Plus, I just used a big tall stick in the middle with ropes around it, and those ropes coming down to different areas, which worked really good for the green beans, but cucumbers don't grab them as well. Next time I'll use kind of like a lattice structure, maybe an A-frame. But if we give these plants somewhere to grow that's vertical, we can take small square footage. My beds are like 16 square feet. They're not that big. And we can get a lot more out of it. That is kind of cool. Especially in places like my house or my yard that I don't necessarily have the largest amount of space. Plus, I can take what I learned and move it to the Edible Landscape Project. Then we can get twice as much or three times as much food over a much smaller space. And that's a big deal when you're feeding a city. Now with that being said, there's also vertical farming. We're seeing this in Japan. Japan has created large farms that are in the city. They actually are indoor. They use artificial lighting, little to no soil or dirt. It is all nutrients through solution. That's kinda cool. Because as we have more and more people to feed, we have to find a way to do it without destroying our soil. And vertical farming is one of those options. They take the nutrients needed and mix it in with the water. Give that plant exactly what it needs. It's a controlled environment, indoors, and they can produce crops on multiple levels. And they're growing upwards, not outwards. So we have a small footprint that is very tall. And like I said, the lighting's artificial and they can get large yields from small spaces. There are a few in the US, but we're seeing it primarily in Japan and Germany. Hydroponics is offering a lot of help in growing these plants. You use way less water, 90% less water in growing these plants. Although they're using chemical nutrients, the waste is low. The water waste is very low. And the yields, well, the yields are getting to be quite good. Vertical farming can grow thousands of pounds of healthy, safe food on such a small, small footprint. This is a big deal. Now I will say, there are some drawbacks. You're still using lighting. You know, the sun isn't doing all the work for you. You're using artificial lighting on multiple levels, creating an energy draw. But, if we clean the grid, none of that matters. If we can reuse water over and over again, then we're making some progress. More and more vertical farms will be automated, creating a high efficiency, and being able to feed more people with less resources. It's kind of what we have to do. Kind of what I'm doing here at home. I'm not really adding a lot more resources to the beds. What I'm doing is giving the plants more space to grow. They're climbing up these vertical tripods, or teepees if you will, and offering more places for that plant to gather more light. It's getting pretty much the same amount of water, and it's growing in the same soil. But I'm getting way more green beans. I think, what was it, yesterday? We picked... A gallon-sized bag of green beans three days after we picked a gallon-sized bag of green beans. And we're doing that in probably 10 square feet. So that's pretty cool. If we can get industry to step away from the way we farm now, because our current methods just don't work for the long term. We're destroying the soil. We're pulling nutrients out. Just think, indoor gardening like this doesn't require a cover crop, and it doesn't really require much of maintenance whatsoever. We just get clean, fresh food from the smallest amount of nutrient possible, and if we can clean the electrical grid, not even the power hurts us. So this short probably doesn't do it justice, but vertical farming offers a lot of advantages. It's just a matter of getting people to move from these large swaths of land where they use their tractors to take care of everything to buildings the size of a small football field where primarily robots handle a lot. We'll see how it goes. But in the long term for sustainability, we need to grow a lot more food in a lot less space way more often. And vertical farming, eh, it offers the opportunity. I appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed this short. If you did, share it with a friend or share it on social media. There are other ways to support realistic sustainability, including becoming a monthly sustainer for like 99 cents a month. It's like $12 a year. But if you don't want to do that, That's cool. You can also leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. That's kind of a big deal. helps us climb in the rankings, helps people find us easier. And honestly, when you leave those reviews, it's kind of your words that help people decide to give us a shot. So we appreciate that. Thank you again. And remember, we only have to get a little bit better each day. Little bit, little bit, big bit. And as always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.